the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. Every time God has His Word preached and or taught to us, He's extending favor to us. Godly favor that'll bring godly results to us. Through His Word, God extends to us the favor to have what His Word says we can have, the favor to eliminate in our lives the things that God's Word says shouldn't operate in our lives, the favor to empower us to go beyond the natural limitations we're experiencing into the supernatural lifestyle that can only be entered and enjoyed by accepting and using properly the word God shared with us. All these godly results from the godly favor that he extends to us comes from properly lining ourselves with the word that he has shared with us. In other words, we have to respond properly to the word that God provides us, otherwise God's word will never do for us what he could have done for us. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we respond properly to God's word when he extends it to me and you. Otherwise, instead of godly results from the godly favor extended through the word that he has shared with us, it'll be just like he never said anything to us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to John 14. St. John chapter 14. Gets good right here. This is a good word. I don't know if you know it or not. St. John chapter 14. The Lord said, no, this is what you're talking about. Because he wants some folk to respond correctly to his word. Because he's got great plans for you. Anytime he'll interrupt something like that, it's because somebody about to make a huge mistake. St. John chapter 14. Verse 6. I know he's done it to me. I mean, one time, I don't even know if I want to tell this. I'll be done fell apart. I mean, <laughs> I one time, I was with your father. I mean, I, ooh, Jesus. I remember I had just finished first year of school of ministry. I was on my way to second year. I was already considered uh, by them, you know, as uh, the most likely to succeed. I was already, you know, being set up and lined up and stuff like that to be developed and, and every, all this other kind of nonsense. Because they saw great things. I didn't see it. I didn't see how in the heck I could be a minister. I didn't see it. I didn't see how in the heck I could be a, and much less a pastor. I already knew the Lord wanted me to pastor, along with other things we'll talk about later on down the line. But I, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. Especially when the people that stood before me were telling me to do certain things and stuff like that that I couldn't see myself doing because it wasn't me. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I can't do this. So I had already made a decision within my mind. I said that I'm going to quit this thing. I said, man, that's it. Forget it. I'm, I, n- next day, I had already figured out in my mind uh, what to write down on my resignation letter and let them know I won't be coming back next year. I will not, you know, 
I ain't in it. I can't do this. Forget this. Just, I can't do this. I can't do this. And so I remember that night I made that decision and I went to celebrate my decision. And I went to Eminem Shrimp Shack. <laughs> seven mile. You know, seven mile. You're on Eminem Shrimp Shack. Go seven mile. I went to get me some scrimp. You know about scrimp, baby. Big greasy scrimp. Are you listening to me? Amen. Praise God. Fried shrimp. I was going to go get me some shrimp and fries. Hot sauce and ketchup on the shrimp. Nothing on the fries. Coleslaw on the side. Give me a grape soda to wash it down. I was going to be on. I was like, I'm going to celebrate this mistake I'm about to make. Praise God. You know, you know we celebrate our mistakes. Amen. So I'll never forget. And it was on a Friday night. So that might not mean nothing to y'all, but anybody that hang out in the clubs and bars know Friday night is greasy food night. I mean, that's when folk get paid, so now they got some money, so they ain't got to be eating sardines and stuff like that and no-name food. Now they can go and get some shrimp, praise God, and waste all their money so that they won't have nothing at the end of the next two weeks, praise God. <laughs> and so, or it's also good, something good for you to get to be able to handle that alcohol that you're putting on the inside of you. Because the party places was all over there, too, and stuff like that. And so, you know, the people have drank a lot of alcohol and stuff like that. And so they need to be able to be able to see straight as they drive home. So they stop and get some shrimp and stuff like that and French fries because it sucks up the alcohol. And so I'm in the midst of this place. Y'all don't I know y'all don't know nothing about all this. So I'm in the midst of this place. Somebody, somebody down there. That was illumination. <laughs> but don't be thinking that's what you do now to suck up your alcohol. Amen. <laughs> so. Long story short, I went up in this place, man, and I went up in there, and I'm, I put my order in, and the place was packed. I mean, packed. Little bitty little place, but it was packed. Maybe about this long. The whole building is about, about this long. Yeah, about that long. About that long. Yeah, yeah, that's what a big bulletproof window, glass window is and stuff like that. Hey, this is east side, baby. This is the big bulletproof glass window. Where they put your food in there and spin it on the turnstile. Don't spin it too fast, so they throw your shrimps out and stuff like that, and you put your money up under this thing and speak through these little holes and stuff. He <laughs> laughing. I know. I said scrimp. You know, so you got to holler at you. you know. Y'all know nothing about this. Y'all in San Antonio. Y'all know how blessed you got it. Hey, man. But anyway, <laughs> long story short. So I put my order in, went and got my scrimp. Put my order in. Told him. <laughs> did it again. Told him what it is I wanted at the window and stuff. Still got the power, baby. I still got the power. <laughs> so, told him what I wanted there and stuff like that and went on back and like, you know, went on back to the back. And I'm like, man, all these people smiling and laughing. I ain't smiling and laughing because I'm like, man, you know, I ain't never quit nothing in my life. But I'm going to quit this because it ain't me. So I sat back there in the back and I ain't, you know, I'm just sitting back here. So this guy walked up. He was way over there. And he just kept looking at me. He just kept staring at me and staring at me. And he started squinting. And so you got to understand my background. Understand that don't work. Are you listening to it? We ain't going to get too deep off into that. Praise God. And I used to do a lot of business in that area. Praise God. And so he kept staring at me. And I'm thinking like, oh, see, you about to make a big mistake. So he looked over to me. And he walked up to me all slow. He kind of like parted the crowd. And he like walked up to me. And I'm thinking, like, look close. I'm about to lay you out. I'm already in the flesh. I'm quitting what God gave me. And he looked me in my eye. He said, are you a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ? This in the, I mean, this party night, ain't nobody, I mean, they folk, ain't no, not near a person go to church up in there. 
He said, are you a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Say it loud. And I kind of like looked at him just as calm. And I said, well, I'm training. I was training to be. And he said, thus saith the Lord. Right up in the middle of this barbecue joint. I mean, it's this shrimp joint with all these people all over the place. Don't you dare quit what I've set you out to do. Because I've got people waiting on you. And he began to start breaking this down to me and stuff like that and went up one side of my life and down the other. And then, turn, I, mean, I mean, and it got quiet. Y'all don't know, these places be loud. Be a lot of noise. And I'm saying, everybody like, quiet down? Like, what? And this guy got his finger up in my face. He hurry up and got me back in the spirit just because he put the finger back up in my face. And then he walked away. And people are like, what is he What are you talking about? What is he doing? And I'm sitting there thinking, like, how the Lord gonna call me out like that? And then, the, and then, the, and then he, he got all the way over to the end, and then said, "And furthermore, saith the Lord, shundereyerereyotonadaekaere bosa," and went in the tongues, and everybody's like, I mean, folk quiet, folk got their scrimp. I mean, the, the turnstile just still turning in circles. <laughs> Folks standing there like, Furthermore, saith the Lord. He on the opposite side of the shrimp plate. I'm thinking like, God, it's bad enough you put me out there like that. Now you're hollering out in tongues all on from the other side of the building. And begin to start breaking down for me some more stuff about don't make the mistake that I'm about to make. That don't you worry about the fact that you don't match up with the way that you think it ought to match up. Just do what I tell you to do. And I'm going to bring you to the place that I have in store for you. He told me don't dare back up because he created me for such a time as this. I'm telling you, I mean, I'm I'm about to fall apart right now. Because I was about to make a mistake. Because I was about to respond incorrectly to the word of God. I was hearing in the word all these things today. I thought I was supposed to be based on what the word was saying. And I'm like, I can't be that. But God said, you're already that. I'm trying to cleanse this crap up off of you so that you could be the person I've ordained you to be. Because there's some folk that we need to save. Y'all don't hear me because he was talking about y'all. He was talking about other folk that's coming up down the line. He was talking about those tens and hundreds of thousands of people that's coming up down the line. He's talking about San Antonio, surrounding areas. He's talking about Mexico, New Mexico. He's talking about Central America, South America, Africa. He was talking about the entire western seaboard. He was talking about everything else. All them people was waiting. And you about to make a mistake. And I love you too much to let you be stupid and do the wrong thing. But the choice was still mine. But by the time that word came and left, it had washed the foolishness out of my mind that I wasn't going to line up and do what he said do. It washed the foolishness out of my mind of my resignation letter that I was going to put in. And I walked away there knowing with certainty that I had been sanctified. (laughs) To do what he said do. And God every week, multiple times per week, every day comes back and tries to keep you from making a mistake and bring a word to you to sanctify you so that you can be the person that God made you to be. God didn't design you for this foolishness. 
God didn't design me to be standing in the back of scrimp places. He made me the head, not the tail. Above only, not beneath. Maybe own scrimp places, but amen. <laughs> Shonda, they both side. You got to understand, God's trying to help us up in here. John chapter 14, verse 16 says, Jesus says, and I will pray to Father, and he will give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Verse 26, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I've said unto you. Look what he does. He teaches you all things. It reminds us what Jesus had to say. Why? Because those words will continuously cleanse you. Those words will continuously show you where you're standing and show you what direction to go. Those words that he's bringing to you are the truth that'll cause you to not step into a lie. And since the word is truth, it can and will expose all the errors in our lives. It can and will expose all the error in our life. This is important because only the truth sets us free to receive and be what God has planned for us. Error will keep you from receiving and being what God has planned for you. Satan comes along to present you with information which will cause you to step in error, do the wrong thing, misstep. But God is going to come back with a word and remind you continuously, do what I tell you to do. Do what I tell you to do. Do what I tell you to do. Some folk, the harder it hits you, it demonstrates how hard your head is. Teaching real good right now because I got a hard head. I know what I'm talking about. That's why rarely does the Lord speak sweet and kind to me. Rarely. Because my head's so hard. Are you listening to me? I'm one of those people that once I lock in on the thing, that's it. That's it. I got that bulldog kind of stuff. Are you listening to me? Once I lock in, that's it. And so when I think I'm right, be like, wow. I'll be like, oh, oh, okay. Amen. And obviously, God called a bunch of hard-headed folk up in here. I'm teaching real good right now. Because I'll be hearing the, 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 the punches sometimes. <laughs> be like, dang. But I ain't pulling it back. Because God wanted. Because he's called you to greatness. John 16, it gets good right here. Don't miss this. John 16, don't you dare unhook on what I'm about to say to you right now. St. John chapter 16, verse 1. Letters is read. Jesus is still speaking about this comforter that he's going to send. He said, he said, starting with verse number 1, these things have I spoken unto you that you should not be offended. He said, I'm speaking these things unto you so you don't be offended. Why? Because if you line up with him, you won't be offended. But what people do is they don't line up with what God said and then they become offended. Oh, now you're talking about that. Why, why you always got to be talking about this? Why you always got to be talking about that? Why you always got to be talking about music? Because you ain't put your music up yet. Why you always got to be talking about movies? Because you're still watching stuff. You. you ain't got no business. Because if it was finished, God wouldn't talk about it no more. This is good teaching. Why you always got to be talking about being on time for work? Because you're still late. <laughs> this, this ain't nothing deep. Watch it change when you change. Some folk, when they show up to a, you know, can, can we talk? Some folk, when they show up to a service, they think I preach the same thing every time. Ask me why. Because they still ain't changed. Because God's going to bring that one thing at them over and over again until they hear what he say and do what he say. Everybody else getting a new message. It's available for you too. But you got to change that one. 
and quit being offended. I didn't get offended when that guy was like going off on me. I was like tripping, but I, would, I didn't get offended. Like, would you shut up? Keep talking, because this is a thus say of the Lord. Even through an end of day, under day, under day up in the middle of there. Folk was like looking at him like, man, I, he, he a foreigner. Because, you know, they don't know nothing about tongues and interpretation of tongues. But I knew he wasn't talking to them. He was talking to me. Verse 2. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. He's telling them what's going to happen. And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. And see, that's good. Now, see, that might, somebody might look at that. They'd be like, dang, that's cold. No, that's good. Because he already told you they're going to put you out the synagogue. So when they put you out the synagogue, you ain't going to be fighting trying to get back. Because if you, not, if you stay where you're not supposed to be, then they kill you. Some folk trying to hold on to a job that's gone. Ver, that's gone. Why you holding on to that? Let it go. And let, and let God be God. Verse 4. But these things have I told you that when the time shall come, ye may remember that I told you of them. See, I'm telling you about them in advance so that you can remember it when it comes up. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning because I was with you. Can I go? Can we go back for a second? He'll tell you about stuff to come. Like he just did this thing on restoration of family and friends. Some folk was in here, amen, I like a mug because, you know, there was restoration going on. Some folk was just sitting back like, my family's just fine. My friends are just fine. Remember I told you? Be ready because he's going to give you a word in advance. Man week or two later. Folk like, eyes all big and wide, like a deer in the head, like, talking about, you won't believe what's happening. I say, yes, I will. Because if God told you about it, then he was telling you, not just so that you can uh, be a, a man in, but so that you can know ahead of time what's going to happen so you can handle it properly. Amen. Amen. Hey, and that's why he brings it back to our remembrance. Verse five. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you asketh me, whither goeth thou? But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for me that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, watch this now, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Look at him. He said he will reprove the world of sin. That word reprove right there means convict. Convict. Everybody say convict. But notice it does not say sentence. Because the sentencing is dependent upon you. He's going to convict you of sin. You will be convicted. You will be convicted. Everybody say convicted. I, I gave it to you in short. You'll be like, dang, that's me. I'm doing it. I did it. I'm not doing it. Yep, that's me. You'll be convicted. See, it takes the Holy Ghost to do that. Ask me why. Because every man think he right. So if one man say to another man, this one man, whatever. Whatever. Yes, you're all in it. It's me too. I just look smoother. I just smile and say amen. Well, in my mind, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> but, but when the Lord say it to you, you can't duck him. And he write all the time. He ain't never on. So when he showed it to you, you be like, yes, amen. Let's change it. My bad. Sorry, Lord. Let's go. But he's coming to convict you of sin. That word sin is talking about error. Missing of the mark. Error. 
missing of the mark. He'll show you that your aim is off. He'll show you that you're not doing the right thing because he wants to convict you of that sin. Why? Because he don't want you sinning. And when I say sinning, I ain't, you know, yeah, I'm including, but I'm not speaking specifically about doing a particular thing that's flat out wrong. I'm talking about many of us are wrong and don't know it because we think we're right. He wants to convict us of sin. Let's see why. Verse 9, of sin because they believe not on me. Of sin because they believe not on me. Because they didn't trust me, that's why they sinning. But what I'm doing is bringing them me, so, which is the word, so that they can trust me, believe on me, so that they can stop sinning. Because until you trust him, you won't stop. Because you think what you're doing is okay. But the word comes to show you you're not right and convict you of the fact that you're not right. But watch this now. Even when convicted, it depends on how you conduct yourself and how you respond that deter- determines what's going to happen to you from that point forward. Because many people find out they're wrong, but will then draw back. Find out they're not doing the right thing, but draw back. Many times we draw back under the guise of justification of our actions. Well, I think it's right because I think it's right because God said, no, 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 precious. I've already told you it ain't right. And if I told you it ain't right, it ain't right. None of your because is going to change that. It's not going to be like God say, well, my bad. I didn't even notice that. My bad. You should have told me. I know I said I know everything, but (laughs) everything but that. But now that you've enlightened me and told me, now I'm going to change. Although I'm the God that's the same yesterday, today, and forever, I'll change for you. Although I'm the God who does not vary, I'll change for you. My bad, I didn't even know that one. Glad you told me that. So change, change the whole thing. This is what I want you to do. (laughs) Not, it ain't happening. God's going to tell us exactly what's up. It's up to us to make a decision to, to respond, accept it, reject it, agree with it, deny it, believe it, not believe it. That's our choice. But know that, according to John 3, that if you choose not to do and respond correctly, God say, you condemned already. Why? Because the crosshairs are already on you. Because if it's been noticed enough for God to speak of it, the crosshairs are already on you. But God will tell you so you can get out of the crosshairs. We read on. I'm almost through for today. Of nine, uh, verse 9 says, of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the princes of the world is the prince of the world is judge. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. He said, I got some other stuff I want to tell you, but I can't tell you right now. Why? Because there are some things I need to do and put you in position to tell you the rest of the things I need to tell you. Or another way, look at you ain't ready for it right now. But I'm going to convict you of the sin. I'm going to convict you of what it is that you think is different than what I think. So that once that's lined up, that puts you in a closer or better position for me to be able to say the other things I want to say to you. That word bear means understand. I can't say it to you right now because you can't understand it. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you're blessed by what the word of God had to say. God's word shows us time and time and time again that God wants to and is willing to do awesome things both for us and through us. God tells us in his word that that's what he wants to do for us. But God's word also shows us that we have to respond to his word properly for those things to happen for me and you. So let's believe God's word is true and let God do in our lives what he promised he'll do by responding properly to the word that he shares with me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. 
That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I've got just a thing for all single, unmarried saints in San Antonio surrounding areas to do. We invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come on out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be uniquely here singles fellowship tomorrow evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month where all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed. There's no charge for the free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 